doesn't give us countdown. Oh. Hey, what's going on? This is Aaron and Greg here at the Aaron Advantage, and this is Real Talk Real Estate episode number 39. And tonight I'm going to do something that's totally crazy, something no one's really expecting. I'm pretty much going to hand it over to Greg for the majority of the speaking tonight. But first, I'm out. <laughs> first thing I want to talk about is you may notice that there is a link in the description on this video. If you click that bad boy, it's going to take you to an article entitled uh, something to the effect of the HGTV effect and what it's doing to home renovations. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about tonight is what is a remodeling project? Is it actually as big and comprehensive? is what they want everybody to see um, because let's face it a lot of people know right now that if you turn on fixer upper or property brothers or uh, flip or flop every remodel entails tearing that bad boy down to the studs and starting over and we're gonna kind of dispel some of those rumors tonight so like I said I'm gonna let Greg do most of the talking tonight I might butt in every once in a while to ask some questions there but he actually recently just remodeled a home and he went through some different things doing that project and I want to let him kind of give you the story um, I'm going to be hitting the keys tonight, so if you have any questions at any point in time, let us know in the comments. We'll follow up on those and we'll answer live, so thanks for checking out the show. Hey, so first of all, you need to really consider why are you doing the remodel? Are you doing it to spruce up the sale or are you doing it to, uh, to create a better living capacity in your home? It does not have to be an all-intensive work like they, they show you on uh, America's Got Talent. Oh, I can't wait for tomorrow. Um, uh, HGTV. HGTV. Sorry. HGTV. Uh, so what you need to do, first of all, create a plan. Okay? Then the next thing, create a budget. The uh, Home remodels can get out of control really quickly unless you know your limits. Start small know where to get your answers. So when we flip, uh, I, I say flip, we bought a 1978 home over in Brookstone uh, about uh, five, six years ago, I guess it was. You, you yeah. were a realtor, you should yeah. know. It was about six yeah. years ago. And uh, so we started small. We started with, uh, it was really dark, a lot of dark walnut, uh, dark oaks. The light just did not uh, transfer through the house like we wanted to do. So the first goal that we went after is we wanted to create a brighter, more open feel. So we started really small and we started with the trim. There was two ways that we did it. First of all, we started with the, the basement and we went Baseboard. Baseboard, sorry. We he didn't, didn't have a basement. Yeah, and the crown molding, that was fun. Uh, and we went just foot by foot painting it. Uh, then we went upstairs and we started seeing some more damage because, you know, we have kids and they live upstairs. So we, we uh, went to Home Depot, Lowe's, whatever it was, and found just primered wood, uh, painted it white, and we replaced all that trim throughout the uh, house. And it really spruced up the look and uh, make, gave it a modern feel, which a lot of people are after these days. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to point out something that he said is, uh, actually a couple of things he said. He started with a plan and made a budget. And they had that in mind before they got started on the project because they knew exactly what they wanted to spend. But the next thing I want to point out is they only replaced damaged trim. Everything else that was already in existence right. in the home, all they had to do in all they had to do was go in and put some paint on there and I can tell you firsthand, and I can show you the photos if you really want. Maybe sometime we'll throw up side-by-side -side, uh, images on some of the stuff. It really enhanced the look of the house. And I will say that when you do the trim, some uh, a major issue that I ran into really quickly is the gloss. I was trying to paint over gloss. It was going nowhere fast. Uh, so we used some mineral water and just did some light sanding, and that took us from seven coats down to two. Yeah. You know, so again, do Learned your homework. Learned it the hard way. Learned it the hard way. Uh, the next thing we did is we worked our way through the rest of the house. Again, we talked about how dark it was and how it just did not have that open feel. So we, we just put a fresh coat of neutral paint uh, throughout the house. 
And I cannot attest to if you're if you want to sell and you're in the, the position where you sell a, a neutral tan, a neutral gray can really make the difference into somebody walking into your home and saying, I could live here. Yeah. And not only that, this is something that doesn't get brought up often enough by a lot of people. If you're in the process of doing a remodel to sell, you're not actually flipping a home, but it's your home that you're wanting to get put on the market. When you're going in, don't just neutralize the color. Something that you also need to take into consideration is the finish on that paint. Uh, if you're using like a high gloss or you're using an eggshell, sometimes it's going to show a little bit more imperfections in the drywall work. But if you throw up a flat paint, which is really in right now, not only is that going to look more modern and open and lighten up the look of the room, but it's also going to hide a little bit more imperfections on there. So that's a little quick tip. If you're really trying to remodel a room without ch changing a lot of stuff out, that flat paint really makes a big difference. And I would urge you to spend a couple extra dollars to get a, a primered paint. That's going to cut down the amount of coats that you take. And really, if you go dollar to dollar, it's not much more. Yeah. So those are a couple small things he did. Now, Greg, I know that painting doesn't sound like a huge remodeling thing for a lot of people, even though it's a massive, massive improvement on the look of the home. Did you do anything else major in the home as far as a renovation? We actually tackled uh, one room on head on. And I think this is the best investment we made in our home when we lived there. And we uh, we recabineted, is that word recabineted? Uh, the kitchen. Uh, we gutted the kitchen uh, the only thing that stayed in the kitchen was actually the laminate flooring and we went uh, from square one and, uh, and and totally redid the kitchen and gave it a nice bright open feel now the kitchen can scare a lot of people really quickly and my first thing that I did was I measured my cabinets and they were in increments of three. I was like, great, 1978 home, increments of three. Where am I going to find this cabinet size in the area? Turns out that uh, the cabinets do come in increments of three. So it's, it was a very comparable plan. So what we did is we took our, uh, our existing floor plan, took it to a couple area retailers, had them take a look at our plan, and they were able to give us several different levels of cabinets that would fit what we already had. So we didn't have to take out any walls, we didn't have to install anything, we just basically took the old template and brought the new template on top. So really easily for somebody to go in, measure, and kind of take a look at what you have, take it to what was it like you say Lowe's or Home we Depot? We went to Kite for that and but so we went to Kite. all three to price. Yeah. yeah so Lowe's, Home Depot, Kite, these big box stores or even your local places where you're getting cabinets you can take the dimensions you already have and completely change the look of your kitchen without changing the structure of your kitchen and that's pretty awesome. Now once you got your cabinets uh, made and you got everything put in there um, did you hang them yourself? Did you have to hire that out? How did that go? Uh, it was actually a two-man job. The, the four uh, cabinets it was you could do it with one man job. Uh, I can't I express enough how much how important a level is, and uh, <laughs> what, what what I can't remember the the flat pieces of wood to, to level them out. What is that called? The shim. The shim. Yeah. <laughs> how how, uh, how much a level and a shim can make your life uh, that much easier? But when it got time to actually hanging the cabinets, that was a two man job. My dad's a handyman came down and gave me some tips like uh, drilling a, a two by four into the wall where you could set it up in there. Right. Then you only have to deal with an inch versus like a foot and a half of trying to get to to level out so makes it, a lot of sense. You know, it makes a lot of sense it made it super easy and there are a lot of credentialed YouTube videos out there it's okay to check those out I'd get frustrated I walk away I'd go watch a YouTube video and then it'd click yeah. you know somebody has a easy way to do it quick shout out to that YouTube is actually I think the second most utilized search engine on the web um, and it might actually be up to the number one search engine on the web right now you would be shocked at the level of education that you can give your 
yourself just by watching YouTube videos. I actually heard a story about a woman who built a house from the ground up utilizing right. nothing but YouTube videos. She actually went to the building commission of her community, had them come out, inspect everything, take a look at it, and everything she did, pass codes for her local ordinances. So it is absolutely amazing what you can do with some YouTube videos, getting some education there. So Greg, you painted the house, painted you house. redid the kitchen. What other kind of projects did you tackle as far as remodeling your home? Well, the last thing I want to say about the kitchen is it was the countertop. And uh, that was where one of the box store people came out with a template. They measured it and uh, did that relatively cheap, re relatively easily. And we we stayed way under budget on all those projects. We shopped. We had a plan. The other things that we uh, did is we replaced some flooring. Uh, again, 1978. Not sure if some of the flooring had been replaced in those 30, 40 years. So uh, we pulled up and put down some laminate, just enough to give it a, a modern feel. And we tried to keep everything that gray neutral around uh, that that farm. Or is it like a farmhouse chic? Farmhouse chic, uh, which uh, is hot on the market right now. Yeah, absolutely. So after you finish up the kitchen, you've got some new paint in there. Any other projects you tackle before we got that house in the market? I, that was about it. We uh, we put tile in the bathroom floors, but other than that, that was about it. And we saw a significant return on our investment in the three. Were we there three years or four? You, you were there about four years. Four years. Um, now, when you say significant return on investment. I mean, we, we bought that house in the 160s and we sold it above 200. So all in, I mean, pretty minor upgrade you had to make yeah. to the house to get a really significant return on that investment. Right, and I'm not even, uh, if I went back to did the, uh, done the math, I, we didn't even break $8,000 by doing it ourselves, by re, uh, having a budget, sticking to it, knowing where to ask for help as opposed to going to a contract and saying, do this for me. So that is absolutely the thing that we want to talk about tonight is the HGTV effect makes a lot of people think you got to go straight to a contractor to get everything done when in fact, as Greg can tell you, you can go online, you can do some quick research and you can find a lot of tools available to you to be able to get things done on your own. Um, another thing I do want to point out, if you check that link in the description to the article where I've got the biggest impact that HGTV has had on people is not just the fact that they don't realize how little they have to do to improve the value of their home, but contractors are starting to realize that when people do call them, they're expecting a lot more and a quicker turnaround for a lot less money because it's just not factual stuff. So uh, join me in saying thanks to Greg tonight for being a volunteer and being the guinea pig to tell us what he did to remodel his house. And let us know in the comments any questions you might have about remodels or any other topic. We'll be live at 9 again next Monday night. As always, thank you for joining us for Real Talk Real Estate. Appreciate the audience coming in, tuning in, giving us your questions. Like this video, share it with your friends, let everybody know what's going on, and let us know what you want Aaron, to hear. Aaron, one question. Uh, next week's uh, Labor Day. What's our what's our deal on Labor Day? Oh, Labor Day. Yeah, Labor Day. We won't be here next weekend on Labor Day. Everyone enjoy a wonderful holiday on Labor Day. We'll come back. Um, we might do a little small uh, daily thing to get back to you because we don't want to miss a week of not being here to answer your questions. Yeah. So thanks we, for tuning in. We might go look for Jimmy Hoffa. Who knows? Who knows? So everyone, thanks so much. Have a great week and we look forward to talking to you soon. Take care guys.